I want to share on a topic today that I guess many people have shared on, um, and especially in this church, and, and, and something we feel quite strongly about, um, but God put it on my heart, so it's my turn, so I'm going to share on it, because I roll with God, so you have to listen up. And it's um, Isaiah 57, 18 and 19. I have seen his ways and will heal him. I will also lead him and restore comforts to him and to his mourners. Number 19. I create the fruit of the lips. Peace, peace to him who is far off and to him who is near, says the Lord, and I will heal him. I create the fruit of his lips like a potter or to build like a builder, to, to create. God said, I listen to what you say. I create, I form, I fashion the fruits of your lips. How do you get God to work in your life? How do you get God to work in the life of others? How do you get God to activate miracles? How do you sow life? How do you sow into life your family, your business? Your community. God said, I've linked my creative, miraculous awesomeness into the words that you speak. I create whatever you are speaking. I create, form, and fashion and mold what you constantly, consistently pray, confess, and pray for. Whatever you dare to utter, I create the utterance of your lips. What you speak when you speak it, and if you keep holding to that confession. Just like you fast from food, uh, which we're probably most commonly aware of, you can fast from food. You can actually fast, like it says in the Bible, from negative words. It says in the Bible that if you get a negative thought, and you feel like you're going to speak it out to put your hand over your mouth. So just like you can fast from food, you can fast from negative thoughts, negative words, negative actions. I want you today to make up your mind about your family, about your situation, about your health, about your finances, about your community, about your business, your job, and about all the things that you may feel are out of control. Maybe in a life overwhelming that you don't speak disaster into it. You don't speak in fear and worry and all that stuff you're going to speak that only, is only going to line up with God's word. Or you just don't speak at all. Or you'll be walking around with your hands over your mouth like this. We wouldn't be able to have conversations. We have the power to speak, to talk, to confess we are God's only creation that was made to talk. Just like God, he spoke the world into existence. There is no other creation. Animals can't talk. Yes, parents could talk. Parrots, they can repeat words slowly. And if you look enough on Instagram, you can see that dogs and cats can talk, weirdly. But they can't believe in their heart and speak with their mouth. I'm not just talking about saying whatever you want, but when you find something in Scripture, you believe in your heart, 
And when you begin to speak it, no matter what you see, you begin to speak it no matter what you see. No matter what's going on around you, you still speak what you see. You've been saying. Change your words and you begin to change your life and change the life of others. There's so much power in your words and the fruit that comes from your lips. God said, I gave you two ears, I gave you two eyes, but I only gave you one mouth. He wants you to listen twice as much as you talk, and he wants you to watch more than you talk. Chrissy probably thinks, I've got no ears and ten mouths. And it's probably maybe a male thing. But God gave you the ability to speak. Sowing into life good fruits. I, you create what I, God said, I create what you keep speaking. I create blessings or trouble with my words. I create harmony or discord with my words. If your words can fill a home with trouble, your words can fill your home with heaven. What do you do? What do you need today? What do you desire? What would you like to see for God to do in your life or in your husband or in your wife? What would you like for God to see to do in your business or your community or for the nation or for your church or for the people around you? Are you believing, are you speaking good fruit from the incorruptible seed? What are you saying out of your mouth? Words change atmospheres of your life and the things around you for the good or bad. The Bible teaches us consistently that words are like seeds. If you throw out flower seeds, you're going to get flowers. It's just a matter of time. Because words are like seeds. Whatever you are throwing out of your mouth or sowing out of your mouth through the fruit of your lips, that's the kind of fruit you can expect. Your words change your life and others' lives. Hebrews 13, verse 5. Therefore by him... Let, you, uh, let, uh, let your conduct be without con uh, covenants, or sorry, be content with such things as you, have, as you have, for he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Therefore, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God that is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. It's not just what you talk, right? It's not about just talking every, uh, about something every now and then. It's about continually talking. Continually let us offer sacrifice of praise to God, talk, to speak God, to turn to God, to praise Him for what He's doing, that He creates, what He creates, what He forms, what He fashions. Words are so powerful that the fruit of our lips is called praise. And the fruit of our lips is what God creates, forms, and fashions. What, he, what we continually say, what we continually say, what we continually say, what we repeat. 
How many days and times have we wasted where we haven't put seeds of success out? God, I praise you that my steps are in order. God, I praise you that you're leading me and guiding me in the steps of a righteous person. God, I praise you that my God shall supply all the needs according to the riches and glory. And you're setting up my resources for the rest of the year. That you're planting seeds in the nation. That you're planting seeds in my family. That you're planting seeds in my community and the schools. You know, and the teachers and the people that are involved in your lives. That's how you pray. That's how you share. That's how you spread the fruit of your lips. It's by speaking it out. You don't just sit back and let life hit you. You don't just sit back and let life punch you one after the other. I know I'm certainly not. And I'm not going to let that happen to my friends and my family and my community and the people that are around me and the people I love. I'm certainly not going to let that happen to them. He said, I create, I form, I fashion the fruit of your lips. And it's a matter of life and death. Life and death comes from your words. What you speak, what you confess continually. You have to get hold of the continually, what you speak and confess. Proverbs 18, 21. For surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Jesus said, speak to the mountain. He said, talk to the mountain. Your mountain knows your voice. What are you saying about your kids? What are you saying about your marriage? What are you saying about the economy, your business? What are you saying about your community? What are you saying? Speak to the mountains and say the, God, and say the word of God to the mountains and believe it in your heart because you serve a God of miracles. We sing songs all the time. We turn up this morning and we sung, um, you know, we sung our worship and praise songs. Are we just in robot mode when we turn up and sing any songs? Or are we actually standing there believing in the songs that we're singing? Those words that you are saying are so powerful when you believe in them and they come from your heart. We serve a miracle mountain moving God. And either you believe it or you don't. He can move the mountains of cancer. He can move the mountains of sickness. He can move the mountains of financial disaster. He can move the mountains of addiction. He can, but you just got to open your mouth and begin to give God's words, give God words. Because he's a word God. And he works with words. The Bible says, let the weak say, I am strong. Let's say it, I am strong. I am strong. I am strong. I am strong. What you continually say, what you believe, you are strong. Planting seeds. When you start saying things like that, God forms a new you in the future. My marriage is strong. My children are strong. My faith is strong. My home is strong. 
I don't care what I'm feeling right now. I don't care what I'm sensing, what my emotions are saying. I believe in His Word, and His Word is what you believe. Hosea 14.2. Take words with you and return to the Lord. Say to Him, take away all iniquity, receive us graciously, for we will offer the sacrifice of our lips. I don't know about you, but when I continually went into this, to what I had to share, everything was about lips and fruit and what you speak and the seeds and just the power of it. There's so much in the Bible about what we speak. It's so powerful. I don't think, you just, I don't think when you go to God, you don't just go to God and you just, I don't know, God you go to God with words. You go to God with what's on your heart. Take with your words. Find scripture. Find verses. I know when I go to God, I, take, I, I know what I'm going in there for. When I go to my place with God, I know what I'm going for, and I take my words. I don't go there sweeping the floor with my bottom lip. Sorry. I go there having a chat. All right, God, we're going to have a court at all. I remind God of what he said. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved in this house. I didn't say it, God. You said it. You gave your son so there would be healing in every home, in every community, every marriage of every life, an excite church. So, Father, take my words and I turn to you. Get words. Get words and turn to the Lord. Turn off all your stuff and then turn those words to the Lord and say that you said I had a future. You said that you would bless me. You said that you would keep me. You said that you would make my fa- your face shine on me and be gracious unto me. You said, you said, you said, you said. It's in there. We've got three quick examples of people who got miracles because of what they said. Mark chapter 5, there's a woman with the issue of blood. She was sick. She had used all her money to go to doctors, and, and um, they couldn't help her, and so she had, to, she had to do something. So she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. But the miracle didn't start until she started saying that, until she declared it. When she said it, God said, I was waiting on that. I'll form it. I'll fashion it. I'll stop Jesus and hundreds of people are touching him, but only one of them said, if I can only but touch his garment, I will be made well. There's a story of David and Goliath, Old Testament. And when I read this, I never, I just clicked. But I don't think we've looked at it like this. A lot of times we read over the story, we don't see the amazing lesson that's in there about Goliath. The, The Bible said for 40 days and 40 nights, the first thing in the morning, Goliath put on his armor, walked into the battlefield, and just talked trash. That's what he did. He just got got kitted up and just talked trash the whole time. And then when the sun was setting, he put on his armor again. And he'd walk back out there and he'd talk trash again. He made fun of the Hebrew God. He talked trash to the Hebrew people. The first thing they heard in their tents when they woke up was a negative voice. 
the last thing they heard when they went to bed was a negative voice. We can be the same sometimes. What's the first thing you're looking at when you wake up? What's the last thing you look about when you look at when you go to bed? Are you opening your phone up and looking at all the destruction and the negativity in the world and everything that's going on? That sets you up for the day really well, doesn't it? Or when you go to bed, you flick your phone. And this is coming from someone that's done that. I'm talking to myself. The devil's pretty smart. He'll make sure if you, if you let him, he'll get your first thought in and he'll make sure it's the last thought before you go to bed. Is it going to go to be negative? Is it going to be the last thing you think about? But then David shows up in the story of Goliath. Little old David. And the thing about David is he's a worshiper and a praiser. And when you're a praiser, you better not mess with praisers. Because God shows up. Take it anymore. So this day, this is, what they, this, is what, this is what he says. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hands, and I will strike you and take your head from you. And this day I will give the carcass of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the wild beasts on the earth, and all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. He declared it. He said it. He calls all the heaven's angels to stand behind him in the covenant of blood in Christ, and he just started saying it. The same God that helped him kill bears and lions is the same God that's going to deliver him. But with the power of confession, he spoke it. What are you confessing? What seeds are you sowing? What fruit is coming from your lips? The last, the last example is the Syrophoenician woman, meaning she was a Gentile. She was not a Hebrew. She was not, uh, she was not Jewish. So she had no right to blessings. She said to Jesus, please, Master, my daughter's possessed. And if you think that your young people these days aren't finding it hard in today's world, they're fighting off depression, oppression, suicidal thoughts, eating disorders, addiction, bullying, the need to feel wanted, inclusion, all of that. And this woman said, I cannot get my daughter free. She is with an unclean spirit. And Jesus said, let the children be filled first, for it was not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. But then she answered him, yes, Lord. Yet even the little dogs under the table eat from the children's crumbs. She replied to Jesus. And then he said to her, for this saying, for this saying, go your way, the demon has gone out of your daughter. For this saying, she declared it from her lips. Because of what you said, woman, go your way. The demon has gone out of your daughter. Broken oppression, depression, an attack on your house. She declared it. She said it. I want to tell you right now, that's something we do all the time, is you can walk into the bedroom 
and you can just, into a bedroom of your home, you can just open your mouth, you can plead the blood of Jesus, you can sow life into the room of your house, into the house of your house. We're not a bunch of victims. We are born of the incorruptible seed. We walk with Jesus. Our Savior, you can march around your house, your business, your community, your church, and you can sow seeds of life. You can sow, sow powerful fruit. You need to go home after this. And it doesn't matter what your neighbor thinks. It doesn't matter where you are, because you're going to look weird. The blood is on the doorpost. Declare that your house is a blessed house. Your house is a house that the blood, of, the blood is on the doorpost. That your house is anointed. That your house is a, is a house that God is present in. It's the fruit of your lips that he formed. You don't praise him for nothing. You get nothing. No change will come in your life if, thing, if the things around you, um, no change will come around, no, th- no change will come from your life if you just sit around saying nothing. None. What, what is coming out of your mouth? There's three voices generally that you can hear. The voice from the pit, which says words like disease, you're dying, give up, probably cancer. Nothing good comes from here. We can't fix it. God doesn't want a bar of it. He can't hear me. What can I do? Blah, blah, blah. Then there's the voice of God, which is his word, which is healing, which is health, which is speaking peace, speaking joy, speaking forgiveness. He's speaking acceptance. He loves me. He's speaking salvation. He's speaking success. And then there's the third voice. That's you. Malachi 2, 17. You have wearied the Lord with your words. Yet you say, in what way have we wearied him? And that you say. Now I know it's, a, it's been a tough year. It's been a tough couple of years and we have stuff going on and there's wars going on everywhere and the economy's turning to custard apparently and everything's wrong and that's what you're hearing. So what have we been saying? Because we hear that, oh, it's going to be a tough year. Oh, it's going to be bad. What are we going to do? I don't know what we're going to do. How are we going to do this? Nothing's going to help us. You have wearied the Lord with your words. Is God weary of our words because we just keep talking doom and gloom? Is this never going to end? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Let's change it. The theme this year, the theme is for sowing into life. Let's make sure the first thing that comes out of our mouth is not a negative Goliath statement, but a Jesus is a live statement. Jesus is life statement and life more abundantly statement. Those should be the words that come from our mouth. That should be the fruit that we speak. It would be powerful for you to read James. Uh, particularly, James is really small, but um, particularly chapter 3. Chrissy and I have just been going over this. James said four things. Let me chuck that out. 
James 3, 3. You chuck that out. Indeed, we put, bits in, uh, we put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us, and we turn their whole body. What James is saying here, that even though a horse is powerful, that with the bit in its mouth, we can control where it goes. He said, just like someone can control a mighty powerful animal, and by controlling his mouth within the bridle, you decide what direction it goes. He says, I'm telling you that your tongue is so powerful that if your life is going in the wrong direction, nothing good is happening, no breakthroughs, no seeds of life, that you can turn it around by just sowing it with the words that you speak from your lips. If you get control of your tongue and start speaking God's words, God will create the fruit of your lips. Here's another example, James 3, 4. Look also at ships. Although they are so large and they are driven by fierce winds, they are turned by a very small rudder wherever the pilot desires. Your mouth, your tongue is like a rudder of a boat. Why is this important? He's saying this because he's telling you that if you get into storms of life, grab hold and control the rudder, which is your tongue. Because if you don't get control of your words and your tongue, you can shipwreck. You can shipwreck the life of others. You can shipwreck, like, uh, shipwreck the life of your people around you, your, you, yourself. If you get hold of your tongue, you can control that ship. This is all in James. James 3, 6. And the tongue is... A, the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. The tongue is so set among our members that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire by hell. He said, your tongue and your mouth is like a fire. It's got sparks. Your tongue can burn down your house, burn down your marriage, burn down your family, can burn down your business. That's how powerful your tongue is. Last example, 3.8, James. But no man can tame the tongue. It is unruly evil, full of deadly poison. No man can tame the tongue. He's saying your tongue is poisonous. It's full of venom. So much of what we say these days and can we can say is not in line with God's word. Especially when we take into account all the stuff happening around us. And it's easy to do. It's easy to slip into what's going on. I, I know. I've been there. I'm going to be a bit negative. And next thing you know, you sort of jump in on that. And everyone, you know, I, I know. I've been there. I am there. It's, it's, it's easy to happen. But we can walk into our offices, we can walk into our kids' bedrooms, we can walk around our houses, we can walk around our property, we can walk around our church and our home groups, and we can speak life. You can make sure that the fruit from your lips are powerful. Thank you, Gabby.
Can we get the brand? I'll start closing. We can go into our houses. We can pray for salvations like we've never seen. I believe God has, this year is going to be many salvations with God. Let us lift up our hands. Let us stand now. Let us stand now. Let's stand. Let's stand. Let's stand. All you've got to do is open up your mouth because God created the fruit of your lips. Take with you words and turn to God. God said, I create the fruit of your lips. All right, let's say after me. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we believe in you. Lord, we stand in your promises. Lord, fill our mouths with your words. Let us praise. Let us sow seeds, seeds of life. Sorry, that came out too quick. Come on, let's go. Lord, fill our mouths with your words. Let us praise. Let us sow seeds. Seeds of life. Awesome. Now, let's close your eyes and put your hands on your hearts. Let the meditations of my heart and words of my mouth. Let them be acceptable in your sight. Lord Jesus, I give you my life. I surrender to you. I want to do your will, so speak to my heart. And my mouth will agree with you, your will, and it will be your will, not mine. In Jesus' name, forgive me, cleanse me, wash me, and use me in Jesus' name. All right, let's get a blessing. Let's keep going. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine on you. May the Lord be gracious to you. And everybody around and everybody said, Amen. Amen. All right. So go home now. Shout out everyone, good fruit from it pointing at you. Declare good fruit from your lips. You walk with an incorruptible seed in you. You have all authority to move mountains. You have all the power to do what you need to do. You can just speak it. Leader of your homes, fathers, you can do it yourself. You have all authority to declare goodness over your kids, over your family, over your business. You have all authority to do that. We've just read how much, how powerful this fruit is. You can do that. Thank you, Jesus.